Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are awesome in all your ways. In all your ways, you are awesome. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for your face. Ha, that you shine your face down on us, God. Woo, thank you. I just want to read that. Hang on, y'all. I just want to read that. Number six. Remember, we talked about how, whoo, what all this means, but the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face, his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you that your face shines upon us. Hmm. That you have looked down upon Cross at Arkansas. Thank you, Lord. Because I believe it was prophesied Thursday in prayer that it's going to break forth here. <laughs> It's going to break loose here first. Hallelujah. I think it already has. Revival has already been poured out. It's been poured out upon us. I mean, the fire of God is in this house. It's in this place, and all we have to do is fan that flame. <laughs> fan the flame. Get them fire claws going. Thank you, Jesus. We just fan the flame. Hallelujah, because I ain't going to let my flame go out, y'all. My flame ain't going out. Woo, thank you, Jesus. I want to show y'all something I, I found this weekend. I was listening to Steve Foss, so I can't say this all me. <laughs> Wish I could because it's good. Um, a key to his glory. Y'all want to know a key to his glory? I, I do. I want to know the key to his glory. And if you will, go with me to Exodus 33. Starting with verse 18. Exodus 33, starting with 18. Oh, thank you, Lord. Y'all should all come up here. It feels good. It feels good up here. I like Brother Paul when he said a few weeks ago, if y'all don't feel this, you need to check who you're worshiping. <laughs> you need to check. Whew. Are y'all there? Is everybody at Exodus 33? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I need wipes for my Bible. <laughs> it's like, whoo, it's kind of hazy. This is Moses. Moses is up on that mountain. He's up on that mountain with the Lord. And he said, please show me your glory. 
Ain't that what we say? Please, God, show me your glory. Let us see your glory, Lord. Let your glory fall. We want your glory, God. Moses said, please show me your glory. And then Yahweh said, I'll make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. Did y'all hear that? Show me your glory. He said, I'll let my goodness pass before you, but you can't see my face. He associates his face with his glory. He said, my face where no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory, while my face passes by you, I'll put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Show me your glory. You can't see my face, but I'll show you my goodness. God, show us your glory. He said, you can't see my face. Glory and face. Now, let's go to Psalms 27. Start with verse 4. Show us your glory, Lord. Verse 4 says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry. With my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, will I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your, your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me or forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Hey, teach me your way, O Lord. 
Lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, one thing that I desire. There's one thing that I desire, and that thing is what I seek. His face is the key to his glory. Because when we seek his face, he comes. And what comes with him? His glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says that one thing, that one thing I seek after. It says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to... I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life in order to, in order to behold, look upon the beauty of the Lord. So he said, there's one thing that I desire, and I'm going to go after that thing right there, is to dwell in your house, to dwell in the house of the Lord so that I can seek your face. So that I can seek after you. So that I can sit at your feet. So that I can hang on every word that comes out of your mouth. That was the first thing. The first thing is to behold the beauty of the Lord. And then inquire. Then I will inquire. I know so many of us, because we have so much going on in our lives, because the enemy, y'all, I'm just, I'm going to say this every single time I stand up here, we are in the last of the last days. The enemy knows, because the enemy watches Jerusalem. Y'all hear, he watches Jerusalem. And when things are happening with Jerusalem, he knows that the coming of the Lord is connected with that place right there. And he knows when things are, because God said somewhere in the word of God, I don't remember where it's at, but he says somewhere that when he builds up, when he builds up Israel, Jerusalem, he will come then. That's not exactly the way it's said, but that's what it says. And so the enemy looks at Jerusalem, and when things start happening, in Jerusalem, he starts speeding up and acting a fool everywhere else because he's trying to take as many folks as he can to hell with him just because you are the image of God and he hates you for it. Hates you for it. So he wants to, he wants to destroy every part of you. And it ain't nothing personal. He knew he don't care nothing about you. It's because you are the image of God. Because you are the creation of God. Because God said, get out of here. You ain't welcome no more. And he lost all of that. 
and he had to come roam around here on this place because he thought he could exalt his throne above God. So he hates you because of God. It's nothing personal. (laughs) But I take it personal because that's my father. That's my savior. He said... He said, don't don't count it weird because people hate you because the world hates you. They hated me first. And if I live in you, they're going to hate you. And that's okay. Every time God moves in our life, (laughs) we upset the enemy's territory. We upset his camp. Every time we stand and say, "Mm -mm, I am not bowing to you and what you want. I'm not bowing. We upset him. But it's okay, because Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Don't worry about it. You are more than a conqueror, because I have overcome. Amen? So whenever all this stuff is going on, I am to be seeking his face. And when I, and, I'm, and all fingers are pointed at me this morning, I don't know how, you know, I'm not pointing at you, I'm pointing at me. When I learn to seek his face, not seek an answer, not seek, uh, you know, solve my problem, not seek, Lord, get me out of this, not seek, God, you got to fix this, God, you, not seek that first. See, there's a, there's a protocol and there's a time for it. And it does say in Philippians that, you know, with, in all things, with all prayer and supplication, make your requests known. But we got to seek his face first. Because that's what, that's what David did. Y'all know that David was a man after God's own heart. He said in verse 4, One thing I have desired of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life in order to behold the beauty of the Lord. And then I will inquire in his temple. And he keeps on going for in the time of trouble. You know, we all have trouble. In the time of trouble, if I will seek his face first, he will hide me in his pavilion. He gonna hi- Y'all, this is the truth now. He's going to hide me in his pavilion and in his secret place of the tabernacle. He's going to set me high up on a rock. Hi. Thank you, Lord. Why? Because my enemy is all around me and he's seeking to destroy me. Every single one of us. I was going to say this morning, how many of y'all had had an attack this week? Because you obeyed God. Some Some of you, it was the first time ever that you spoke and let God speak a word through you last Sunday morning. Some of you, it was the first time that that happened. Some of you, you're obeying God for the first time in certain areas. And the enemy is going to come. He's going to attack you. He's going to try to get you to stop doing that. But verse 8 says, When you said, seek my face, And that word face there, that's panim, and that's plural. 
God is a multifaceted God. He's a multifaced God. There's all, he's got, there's so much about him we can't even comprehend. We can't even. But we seek after him. He said, when you seek my face, when you said seek my face, my heart, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, will I seek. In verse 9, says, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You know, that's when I mess up. When I mess up, don't get angry with me. Don't turn away from me, God. I still want to seek your face, even though I gave in again to something else. But I repent, God. Strengthen me. Help me, Lord. I don't want to give in anymore. I don't want that thing operating in me, God. I want to seek your face, and I'm going after your face, God. Don't hide your face from me. Don't turn away from me. I'm going after you, God, with everything, everything that's in me. When, when mama and daddy forsake me, I'm still going to seek your face, God. I'm still going to seek your face, God. When everybody around me turns from me, I seek your face, God. I'm going after your face, God. I'm not concerned about all that, God. I'm going after your face. I'm going after your face. Verse 12. Verse 12 says, Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. That's the devil. That's the enemy. Don't deliver me. See, because our, our battle's not with flesh and blood, right? My battle's not with flesh and blood. Don't deliver me to the will of the enemy. False witnesses have risen against me. And that's people, you know, God uses people to say things like, you know, what happened with Josh this week. God uses the enemy. The enemy gets in there and starts speaking. But he's also talking about that enemy whispering in my ear. Just the enemy whispering in my ear, telling me I ain't going to make it, telling me I ain't got it. You ain't got this. You're going to fall. you just like, you always do. You always fall. That is the enemy. That's the enemy. And if I'll seek his face, if I go after his face, that is going to become less and less. Okay? Now, he's going to go around. He's going to try to find another thing that he can start whispering in your ear about. But what do you do? You seek his face. You seek his face. So the more I seek his face, the less the enemy can affect me. Oh, my goodness, y'all. The more I seek his face, the less the enemy can affect me. The more I seek his face, the more his voice is the only one that I will hear. Hallelujah. He says, you're sheep of my pasture. You hear my voice and the voice of a stranger you won't hear. How do I get there? I have asked him a hundred times this week. How do I get there, God, where that voice of a stranger I won't even hear? <laughs> Seek my face. Seek my face. Go after my face. Don't seek me first to fix the problem, which is what most of us do. God, I need you to do this. 
I need you to do this. You're the only one that can fix it. And he is the only one that can fix it. But if I'll seek his face, how do I seek his face? Hmm. I need you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I seek your face, the beauty, the beauty of my Lord. I just go after you, God. I long for you, Jesus. I desire you above everything else, God. I want to be with you more than I want to be with anyone else, God. I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. You are lovely. You are beautiful. You are glorious. There is none like you, Lord. There's none like you. I'm seeking his face. I'm just seeking his face. Ah. Mm. Verse 13 says that I would have fainted. I would have lost heart if I hadn't believed that I would see his goodness in the land of the living. Where in the world is the land of the living? Right here. This is the land of the living, not heaven. I'm not going to have to seek his face for his glory in heaven. I'm going to be in it. I got to have his glory right here. I got to have his goodness right here. Right here. And so when I seek his face above all else, he causes his goodness to pass before me. Hallelujah. In Exodus 33, 19, that's what he said. I'll cause my goodness to pass before you. That's everything good in him. Everything good in him. He is a good, good father, and he's not trying to take things away from us. He's not trying to get me where I can't have no fun. He's not trying to do that. Y'all know that I'm drunk. Do y'all, I mean, y'all know that, right? And I hadn't had no drink. Except that living water. I'm having a pretty good time. <laughs> That's why I'm holding on to the pulpit. Thank you, Jesus. So he doesn't care if I get drunk. Oh, the music and everything stopped. He don't care. He ain't upset about that. He just said, let it be on the spirit. Be not drunk with wine where it's in excess. Excess. Okay, y'all got to look at that word, excess. But be filled with the spirit. I believe it looks the same. Because that's what they said in, in the book of Acts. They're like, these people are drunk and it's 9 o'clock in the morning. No, they're just filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey. So if we have issues, and I know every single one of us that sit in this place right now, we have issues. Some of us cover our issues, and we cover our pain with drugs or alcohol or Oreos. We do. We cover our pain with those things other than him. But he's saying, if you'll just seek my face, <laughs> if you'll just seek my face, if you will seek my face, all those things will be taken care of. All that pain will be taken care of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said when the trouble comes, because tr trouble coming. When the trouble comes, 
I'm going to seek your face, God. Teach me your way, O Lord. Seek his face. Put on some worship music if you don't sing. Put on some worship music and just sit there and ah, worship you. The more I seek you, Lord, the more I find you. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He rewards those who stop looking at the circumstance because he's the God of the breakthrough. Every song he sang today, every single song he sang today, oh, I was like, hey, Jesus. He's the God of the breakthrough. When I don't know what to do, how many of us ever do know what to do? When I don't know, because when he told me his problem, I wanted to say something. That's, that's my boy. You know, you don't, don't mess. <laughs> Mama Bear going to come out. But I had to, you know, I told him, I told him what to do. I said, you, you don't, don't respond, don't comment, don't, you just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't say a word. I hung up the phone. I was like, you know, let me, let me mess with my boy. I got, woo, I gave him the right advice, and then I had to take it. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't tell nobody about it. He wouldn't let me tell nobody because I wanted to do that too. Do you know what did? I couldn't do that either. I had to just thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that they see Christ in us, God. I want them to see you in us, God. The enemy's got them wrapped up. He's got those people wrapped up. He's taking them to hell. And we don't want that. We don't want that. And we ask you to save them, God. Save them. Save them, God. Ooh. So we seek his face. 2 Corinthians 6. No, 2 Corinthians 4, 6. See, things are kind of getting blurry up here. It says... For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord is in the face of Jesus Christ. I just need to seek his face. The more I seek him, the more the things of the world fall away. The more I seek after him, the more the strongholds will be broken. The more I seek him and his face, the stronger I become. But I love the more that I seek him, the more his voice is the only one that I hear. I'll no longer hear that enemy telling me I ain't going to make it. I won't hear that anymore. 
Because his voice is the only one that I have ears for. I was created that way. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A while ago, we said something about um, Mary. Um, yeah, Mary <laughs> and Martha. Thank you, Jesus. I want to I read to you what it says um, in verse 42. It says in the New King James, But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. In the Passion Translation... It says, Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. One thing is most important. And the message says, Mary sat before the master, hanging on every word that he said. This one thing is essential. (laughs) This one thing is what I require for my life. And I can just tell y'all, I just tell y'all, if I don't do this for a day or two, I get real gripey. So there's a clue, big enough. <laughs> when I start acting like, and everything is rubbing me the wrong way, you know, and it's just, ugh. And, and you get all cranky, yes. It's because I need to go be with Jesus because he's my addiction. <laughs> And if I ain't had a fix, I need one. Just like anything else. Just like anything else. Because you know when you, when you load up on sugar because you're fixing to start a diet. Y'all do that? Load up on sugar today because tomorrow I'm going to start a diet. So I eat all the candy I can eat, you know. Because tomorrow I'm starting a diet. And I do start every one of them. First thing every morning I start it. I do. By dinner, I'm craving sugar so bad I can't hardly stand it. You know, it's like. And <laughs> the other day, the other day, Biggin brought um, a unicorn Valentine candy thing for Ava. You know, and and she ate it. She took that home with her, her and her mom and daddy, and they ate that. And um, but I was. <laughs> I just tell on myself, this is what Jesus makes me do. And, and, um, okay, there we are. Um, I didn't think anything of it. It's not Valentine's yet. But the other day I was in the kitchen and I was doing something and I, I was standing beside the icebox and I looked up and I thought, what the world is that on the icebox? And I pulled it down and it was a Valentine heart, you know box of candy and I'm like oh that man did he think I wasn't gonna see that up there good grief I'm short but I can see a little red sticking out of it you know okay y'all now this is the truth last night I left it alone I was like okay when well, he's gonna surprise me you know with some candy I don't want no candy I went last night I was like I gotta have some sugar <laughs> I had none because I started my diet again you know I got to have some sugar. I want some. And I thought, ooh, that box of candy. And he shouldn't have put it up there because he know I'm going to see it. So I went, and I, when he left for work, <laughs> I walked in there in the kitchen, and I got that box of candy down. And <laughs> that's from last year. There wasn't a piece of candy nowhere in it. 
And I opened it up and I thought, oh, yeah. For some reason he wanted to keep this because it's a pretty heart, you know, and it opens up and says, oh, anyway. There was, I didn't get no candy. I didn't get no sugar. So I overcame. <laughs> I overcame, but not, not by my own will. And then I sat down, you know, and I started seeking him. <laughs> if I'd have just went on ahead and sought him to start with, you know, I wouldn't have been going through that. I wouldn't have had to tell on myself today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But even when, when those kind of things are happening to me, my, my body, my flesh is, is desiring, is craving something. You know, we were not created for cravings. We're not created that way. That's that thing on the inside of me. It's called, well, we're not going to go into anyway. It's something inside of me that's craving that sugar. It's something inside of me that's craving that drug. It's something inside of me that's craving sex. It's something inside of me that's craving out. It's something inside of me that craves that. It's not me. It's not me. But the more I seek him, the more that goes away. <laughs> That's good news. I just preached to y'all the good news of the gospel. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love the way the, the message says it, that Mary sat before him hanging on every word. And this one thing is essential. If I will make this the priority of my life, the priority he, I can just sit back and watch him work. Because when I seek him, I find him. And the more I find him, the more I love him. So the more I love him, the more I obey him. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to not obey him. Because when I don't obey him, the next time I sit down to seek him, I don't find him so easily. Y'all see? Because sin separates me. So it becomes very important for me to keep this lined up with him. So when I am in Save a Lot and I am hurting and I feel real bad and you rude to me, I can still act like Jesus. Or when someone says something for everybody to see that is not true and it defames my name. It defames, and he is so right, because whatever defames my name defames his name, defames this name. Because people say, mm-hmm, I knew them folks out there wasn't right. They all, you know what they say. That's all right. We getting T-shirts made. I am a part of that church. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that we are a part of that church, that remnant church that remnant that seeks your face above all else when I seek his face above all else I see him move on my behalf so I want to say to you today don't go through the motions don't just go through the motions don't just live your life trudging through Monday Tuesday Wednesday and then come back in here Sunday, and you've got the care and the weight of all of that on you. Don't do that. Seek him. 
Monday through Sunday. Seek his face. Seek his face and watch everything change. And if I'm seeking his face, then offense is not going to come so quickly. Offense won't come because nothing else matters to me but his face. And so you can say and you can do whatever you want to, and it's going to roll off me like water on a duck's back because I am saturated and, as Apostle Bill says, marinated in him. Hallelujah. So there's one thing that I desire, and that is his face. I don't desire recognition of man. I don't desire affirmation of man. I desire his face. And when I desire his face, you know, Matthew 6 says he knows what you need. He knows what you need. And so whenever we come in and we seek after his face and I'm, I'm just soaking in his face and I don't even care to mention the things that I need, he'll say, what do you need? And then I can say, oh, oh, yeah, God, would you bring some restoration in this situation? And he will. He will, he will, he will, because he's good. He's a good, good daddy, a good one. He loves us, and he wants to work on our behalf. It says that he looks, the, somewhere in the Old Testament, it says that he looks for someone to show, his, to show um, his strong arm through, something like that. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm drunk. I can't remember. But he's looking for somebody that he can show himself strong through. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) And whenever I come to him without any ulterior motives, without, you know, needing things, I just lay all that aside, then he knows that I'm seeking him and his face and everything I need will be added to me. Whenever it says in Matthew to seek the kingdom, And his righteousness, well, that's seeking his way, his way of doing things. God, you see what just happened, and I'm not going to respond. I'm I'm just going to wait until you tell me what to do, until you tell me how how to respond. And he will, and things will be taken care of. Thank you for it, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that we seek your face that we seek after you, that we hang on every word that you say, God. I thank you, Lord, that you reveal to us each and every person that's sitting here today, God, that you reveal to us that that is the one thing that is essential for our life, that we sit at your feet, that we seek your face, that we lose ourselves in your presence. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you for that. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.